Welcome to the Raw Soul Podcast. My name is Monique. And I'm Selena. On this podcast, we'll highlight the human experience, reflect on our own journeys, and do what we love the most, connect with you. So pull up, get comfy. We got a lot to talk about. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Raw Soul Podcast. This is episode two. Today, we're going to be touching on imposter syndrome and certain tools you could use to help you through that, where it comes from, and also you'll hear about how we pretty much spiraled into the (laughs) syndrome (laughs) right after episode one. Yeah, so thanks for joining us again. We appreciate you tuning in on the first episode, um, for sharing, for liking, and for being here again. Yes, so so we're just going to jump right in. Uh, but yeah, so it's like, there's like the things that you don't see or like the smaller things, right? It's like, like I was always fed. I was always fed. I was mm-hmm. always clothed. I was always in extracurriculars. Mm-hmm. And like, it was very clear that I'm loved. But then like, but then as a parent, you can't always fulfill all of your kids' needs and because you don't know them. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if I, if I don't... If I receive love in one way, well, all you do is, like, tell me, Mm -hmm. but then, like, you don't listen to me, and that's what I really need is, like, just somebody to listen to or somebody to accept that it feels like I'm in love. Exactly. Exactly. But I think that is actually one of many ways that you, you start to get the imposter syndrome. Because you're like, hold on, I got treated this whole way my one one like for the first part of my life, and then wait a minute, now that's gone, and I don't have the tools to hype my own self up or be my own support system. So now I feel worthless, or I feel not seen, or those voices in our head were like, yeah, you're right, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm not smart enough. Like, what am I doing? Yeah. Why am I starting a podcast? Like. Are Who we so interesting yeah. that we should start a podcast? <laughs> oh my god! And that I feel like is just one. You know, the way we were treated as children is like one reason imposter syndrome could happen. Um, a lot of it too is just like social conditioning, especially for women. Like I feel like with women, we're conditioned at a young age to, like you said, look for critique and for praise. Like we're never allowed. Well, we are now, but you know. Growing up during certain eras, we were told what to think, told how oh, to sit, sure. told what to wear. Oh, do this. You got to be pretty. Like, and it's still like that to an extent today. But we have the option to be like, no, fuck you. I'm gonna <laughs> grow my armpit hair out and dye it pink. <laughs> and add a perm. Yeah, and I'm gonna perm that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I think um, I had a thought in that, but like, it's like. There's so much sometimes that, like, I think back and I think about, like, where now, right? Mm -hmm. Like, now I'm at a place where I'm, like, where did that thought come from? Opposed to, like, Mm. just letting the thought be. Mm -hmm. And, like, for so long, like, I would have these thoughts or thoughts that would, like, then turn into feelings Mm -hmm. and then turn into beliefs and then turn into my reality, right? And, like, that's the cycle that you stay in. And so, like... That's the flip side of manifestation. Mm-hmm. So people think like, oh, I'm manifesting like abracadabra. Boom, it's going to happen. And like, no. that's not how it happens. Mm-mm. The way it happens is like you believe something and that's a thought. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into like whatever emotions you correlate with that, right? Mm-hmm. And then you like 
it turns into a belief right. and then you function out of that space. You right. function out of where your beliefs are. So yeah. flipping that, right? You don't realize that the same way you can manifest positive things is how you Ooh. manifest negative things. Yes. Because you will most of the time consciously manifest positive things, but you'll unconsciously manifest negative things. Oh, for sure. Because that's the way we've been wired to think through mm -hmm. family conditioning, societal conditioning, or whether it's just like our own like ineffective patterns, mm -hmm. proving it over and over. It's like, oh, I hate, I'm lazy, right? Mm -hmm. Right? So like, I used to be called lazy, Okay. right? You're lazy. Like you're just sitting there. Now, as I like know what works for me and stuff, it's like I work in spurts. Right. Like that's now that I'm able to have like full control over my time for the most part. Yeah. Right. Like I work best in spurts. Yeah. So like in the morning, I'm super energetic in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I can get like a large chunk of work done. That's where like my heavy work is done. Right. Same. Me but too. like come 1130, 12, bro, like you're getting 30 minute blocks out of me. You know what <laughs> exactly. I'm saying? Like, I just like, and it's like, and it has to be interesting and it has, I have to go back and forth between like multiple things. That's why like the work we're doing now and like the work I have personally worked for me because it's like, it all connects. Yeah. But it goes back and forth. But I had to like realize that that's what works for me and I'm not lazy. I just need extra time to recharge. But before, mm -hmm. exactly. I didn't know that. And before, that was, like, frowned upon. And it was like, no, you got to go, go, go. You got to be on, mm -hmm. on, on. And it's like, that doesn't work for me. Right. You're not going to get good results. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not lazy. I'm just, like, socially exhausted. I didn't know I needed that recharge time. Yeah. I always felt it. Mm -hmm. Like, even in high school, I would feel it. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, not. I would, like, snap on somebody. But I would just keep, like all right, I got to do this. I got to smile. I got to be social because I, I'm so social, mm -hmm. right? I'm so like, I'm so popular. I'm, I'm so, so like, yeah, I'm so social. I'm so talkative, which clearly I am here. We are, but it's <laughs> like, you know, like you're told these things and you take those labels, whether they're like quote unquote good, quote unquote bad. And you like own them. Mm -hmm. And then you create this mm. whole identity mm -hmm. around it. Preach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. exactly i'm rambling no but. you're right though <laughs> you're absolutely spot on and the thing is that you can identify a lot of people are so lost in the world because they can't identify right they don't have tools or books or maybe they don't have access whatever the case is they can't identify oh wait do I need a recharge right no they go on thinking wow I'm a lazy piece of shit yeah I can't do this like wow, they must think so low of me. Like, you know, I think it's kind of, it's an insult to be called lazy. It's like low vibration. It's not a compliment. It's not supposed to make you feel good. So yeah, no. it puts you down in that low vibration where you're not going to build confidence from that. Mm -hmm. Instead of so many other ways you could tell someone like, like, are you okay? Do you need something? Right. Do you need something? Exactly. Yeah. That's very true. And sometimes it's okay to be, it's not even, I don't even like using the word lazy because of that, but like, Sometimes it's okay to, like, not do anything. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. Bro, but we're like, Americans. You know we're I mean? Americans. And if that's one thing I've noticed, like I said in the first episode, I know I'm not well-traveled, but I, like, look into older, other cultures. And we are the most, like, hardworking, like, 
like slaves basically yeah. we don't we, we have regard yeah we don't have regard <laughs> for life we don't have regard for our bodies we just get up and work 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 go 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 pay bills pay bills pay bills other countries like take time to enjoy their meals like mm-hmm. you know the famous example is spain like they literally have a siesta hour yeah. and it's so that they we'll can colonize, do it. but we will take a nap. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's pros and cons. There's pros and cons. <laughs> um, you know, so. Why didn't you bring that part over? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Instead of disease, just bring the naps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. I know. We need the naps. All the naps. I agree. But, yeah, it's just, like, that part. And I just think, like, you, like, internalize all of that. And then you don't know what to do with that, especially, especially, right? Like, I feel like we've seen, and may, this may not be true for any everybody, you know what I mean? But like, I feel like our generation specifically has seen so many transitions, right? Like from like our schools having no computers to like computers right, to like right. now we like work off our phone. Like mm-hmm. we were like, we saw both like before and after, right? And yes. that rings true in like a lot of things before 9-11 after 9-11 like we've seen literally like all of it Mm -hmm. right and I think that the models that we saw was like and there ain't nothing wrong with hustling like we're clearly hustling now right but like we also understand that there's balance exactly and to like take care of ourselves because we can't do that if we're like burnt the fuck out exhausted Mm -hmm. I know when I'm burnt out and exhausted I'm a bitch. So like, it's just when I'm burnt out and exhausted, my brain is fried. You'll ask me a question. I'll just look at you. And I'm like, I I can't even, I don't speak. Yeah. I'm a mute now. (laughs) Like, and I'm like moody and it's like, (laughs) uh, any like negative Gemini trait. (laughs) It it, it takes over. (laughs) There there she is. Yeah, Yeah. man. But it's just like everything we saw modeled was like Mm -hmm. the, the american dream right exactly. and it was like you're gonna like hustle 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 and you're gonna like accept the best that is offered to you yes that part right mm-hmm. and then you're gonna get it and mm-hmm. then you're gonna continue to hustle 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 and it's like that's great and it's cool like i pre- like i appreciate everything that my family has like been able to provide of course because now I'm able to like be in this position right Right. because like uh to be able to do this but like it I think it's now like now it's like don't do I mean if you want to great if you want to get your if you want to get like your nine to five and you have a job that you love and it fulfills you and it offers you like balance in your life awesome but like Mm -hmm. they're like y'all we have a logo to ourselves. It's like what we rep to each other. Yes. And it's fuck corporate America. <laughs> and we say that. Oh, gosh. Because fuck corporate America. Because I've seen, like, my parents and mm-hmm. other family, like, be so exhausted from, like, providing for us. And it's like, I feel bad because it's like, man, I will, I want you to, like enjoy your Mm -hmm. life exactly exactly i know it is and to bring back to what you said about how 
corporate America like kind of gives you like we take what we're offered. We don't ask for what we think we deserve. Um, you know, it, it goes back to we don't even know what we deserve because it's so skewed. It's so skewed. So you're like, wait, what? What should I be getting paid an hour? And you actually oh, helped hard, me dude. with that in my own personal business. You were like, what's the number you want to get paid an hour? And like, that should be your starting point. And that's always my starting point now, even though I have like three different jobs. I need to take my own advice. I have this conversation. <laughs> I'm like, ah, how do I price this? No, yeah. Honestly, you do need to take your own advice because ever since I've hit for that number, I've been like, I can do this. Like, I it needs to average out to that amount or whatever the case might be. But it's like, at least that's my number. It's my starting point and I can always go higher. Yeah. But I will not go lower. Exactly. Um, but that took time, you know, talking to friends. Like I obviously wasn't born with knowing like, oh, I want to get paid this much an hour when I'm this age. But it took friends and time and reflection to be like, I'm comfortable with saying that's my price. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, I'm also comfortable with saying, Okay, then you're not you're, for me. You're yeah. There's so many other prices out there, um, but sometimes it's hard to say that because you're like stuck in this imposter syndrome of I'm not good enough. Um, they're gonna know that I'm charging this much, but I really don't have the experience or whatever. I'm the, a fraud. I'm a fraud. They're gonna find out I'm. I don't have a degree in this or whatever. That was me a lot for a long time in corporate America where I legit took what was given to me as far as pay oh, dude. because one, I was a woman. So, you know, women are not paid as well. Yeah. And also they're not like, they're given like easy tasks, like do this. And then someone that comes right into the company with far less experience and far less actual time and gets all the perks and all the jobs that you wanted. And you're like, I don't understand. But I also wasn't asking for the jobs. I was thinking they were going to be given to me because I was like, oh, they're going to see. Yeah, they're going to see how qualified and how down I am for this company. And they're going to give it to me because they're going to see. Not, I didn't go in there and ask for it, though. There's one time I did. So we both have experience in like super super corporate America. Yes. Um, and so I worked at a law firm and I had been there for a minute already, like over a year and a half. And at that time I worked front like reception, but it was like way more than just reception. Oh, yeah. you know? I bet. Um, and so then they were like, they had been trying to hire for like an intake. Right. Mm-hmm. And to like have the whole department, like two, three people back there. And they're like, well, you already kind of do it because that was something I did that oh, was out of my job description right? that mm-hmm, I did mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, my naive self was like, oh my God, they think I'm so capable. Absolutely. I'm so honored. Yes. Wow. They think so highly of me. They think so highly of me. No, bitch. Like, what do you think of yourself? Yeah. They're like getting a discount. Oh, they're, exactly. You know what I mean? Oh my <sighs> gosh. No. If you are in a job that you have, you do multiple titles, like you said, you were doing receptionist and also doing intake. It's like, I had that same exact moment where I was like, wait, there's three different salaries going on here and I'm getting paid one salary. Yeah. So if you were to hire three different people, you'd have to pay those three different salaries, but you're saving twice as much money because I'm doing all the work. And then you stress out because then you try to overperform, right? Because yeah. then oh, you're God, like, yeah. oh, you're trusting me with this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fuck this up. I have to prove myself. I have to prove myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to overperform, learn that lesson real quick. Mm-hmm. But it was like, 
then they offered me that position after interviewing, after me checking mm. in the interviews mm. and these interviews being trash. Wow. Bro. Then they like offered it to me because they were desperate. Right. And they they were like, okay. And I'm like, um, does it come with a pay raise? <laughs> They're like, <laughs> yeah. And he was Silly like, girl. oh, pay raise? <laughs> Like, cause he tried to hype it up like, oh, you get this title oh, God, yeah. and la la la, it'll be your department. Cool. Does it come with a pay raise? Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, it'll be, um, what was it? Like something ridiculous, like 25 cents or some bullshit. What? And I was already at the point, thankfully, if it would have been probably like a year or two before that, I would have been like, okay. I probably wouldn't even ask for a pay raise. Honestly. Right, right. <laughs> like, oh, 10 cents. Cool. Exactly. Um, but I was like, yeah, no, that's not going to work for me. Like, I need dollars. No. Like, I need, like, one, two, like, you yeah. know. And they laughed, like, the audacity this girl has. Like, huh, what? And I was like, yeah, if not, like, I'm super comfortable in my position now. I'm really good <laughs> at it. I can, like, do it with my eyes closed. Yeah. Um, and I was in school at the time, too. And I had, I think Mac was maybe, like, a year and a half. So I'm like, easy is cool. Like, I got to go home, take care of a kid, got to do homework. Um, But they ended up giving me, like, the $2 or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. Still not enough, but, you know. But it's, like, working in those, like, very corporate, very wealthy spaces Mm -hmm. is eye-opening. It's very eye-opening. Like Yes, because they walk around, uh, you know, very entitled to, like... (laughs) Like, I'm getting this, which is cool. Like, that's the pro, I think. It's, like, not working with them. That shit sucks. But the pro is that you see that mentality and you're, like, the fucking audacity, bro. Mm -hmm. But then you're, like, maybe I should have that audacity. Right. (laughs) Where's my audacity? Oh. I want audacity. I want audacity. (laughs) Yeah. Excuse me. Can I get one? Can I get, like, a little bit? You're overflowing. (laughs) Yeah. Help me, I'm poor. Yes, no, exactly. <laughs> well, I think that's when you realize the major shift in like the type of people you're dealing with is when you come from a different world. Like these entitled, audacious people don't know that they're like that. If they go into a world like that, they're like, oh, these are my friends. These yeah. are my people. We all function we as all, greedy yeah. scumbags. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But that um, hire only Latinas and overwork them. Weird. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> uh, no, for real. And um all of that is like it's just so crazy because you can drive yourself mad if you think about it too much, right? Mm-hmm. If you think about and dwell on the opportunities that are given to you, like it'll ruin your day. Because you're like, I'm worth more. Like, you feel like you're worth more, but then you don't go out and ask for more. Well, you don't even know where to start with that, right? Yeah. Because it's like what you were saying about, like, I don't have this degree or mm-hmm. I don't have this. I don't have that. A, a lot of it comes from, like, the scarcity mindset that we grow up with. Yeah. And, like, that comes from, like, if we're, like, really going to get into it. Like, a lot of that comes from just, like... Um, whether whether it's our parents or whether it's our grandparents, like wherever that falls in our generate in our like uh, family Lineage. line. Yeah. Thank you for the vocabulary. Yes. Hello. <laughs> My coffee's not done yet. Um, yeah, but wherever that falls in our lineage, like 
it comes from being in survival mode and oh, like yeah. needing to be like, okay, we have beans and rice today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me stretch this. Right. And it's like, even, even if like my family worked to where like in high school, by the time I, even before then, but like, I could like confidently say like in high school, like we were comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, pre 2008, mm-hmm. like it was like, we were fine. And like, my dad used to take our softball teams out and like oh, nice. treat the team yeah, and like, you know, good. like it was like, it was like, I didn't worry about any of that. Right. Mm-hmm. And then 2008, like punch me in the jaw, graduation and recession. Cool. Okay, uh, yeah. Welcome to adulthood. No, literally. I was right there with you. <laughs> yeah. But like before that, like they had busted their asses to like get us to a point to where we didn't have to like be in the survival mode. Mm-hmm. But then you go into adulthood, right? And it's like, that's great if you're privileged enough to have, like, that step up mm-hmm. um, than a lot of people. But, like, that doesn't save you all the time. Right. Especially if it's, like, that's the first generation that got that. You don't have you don't have fucking family wealth to right. sit on. You don't right. have, like, a name of three decades, three generations in to be like, mm-hmm. oh, here's my trust. And, right. like, I'm good. Right. right. And it's like, you, you end up. Like the amount of times that my bank account has like depleted mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh fuck. And then, right. And then you're like, oh, you hustle. Cause that's in oh, you. It's yeah. ingrained in you and you hustle and you get out of it and you're like, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. So it's like to like, yeah, your family has a lot to do with it. But then like, I feel like once you start realizing, because when you're in it, you don't see it that way. Mm-mm. But when you're at a spot where you could reflect back, like, man, I've always survived. Exactly. So why do I feel like I'm not enough when I've always fucking done the damn thing? Exactly. I think um, that imposter syndrome takes one fact from your life. Like like you're saying, um, we're hustlers, we're this, we're that. So why are we not able to do X, Y, and Z? So... Imposter syndrome will take one fact and use it against you in your brain. So you go into corporate America and you're like, okay, I'm different. I am. I look brown. different. I talk different. Yeah, I come from a different life. I'm like. I wear big ass I even, I even make my voice different to be here. Oh, oh cringe. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I change my voice. Like, and in your head, your brain is like, and that's why you don't belong here. Because you're fake. Because you're fake and you don't even talk like that and you don't even dress like that and you don't even know anyone who makes as much money. So, girl, just go into your corner and accept what they give you and get out. Yeah. Because you need stability. Yeah, be thankful. You need stability. You need to pay rent and go over there and be quiet. And you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. we'll do. Anything else, sir? And then you're miserable. And then you're miserable. And then that's how you lose your fucking soul (laughs) and die, basically. That is a premature death. We're zombies right now. Yeah, that's a soul (laughs) soul death. And we're trying to do ego deaths over here. We don't want to kill ourselves to make a living. or And I don't mean like kill ourselves in literal terms, but our backs, whether you're working at a restaurant, whether it's all hard work. (laughs) Interesting. Or mentally, like... It's mentally, but when you know also, too, this is the flip side, right? When you are able to start combating your imposter syndrome, then you're able to go into those things 
and know that it's a choice to be there mm-hmm. because then you're like, no, 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 no. I'm here and yeah, it might suck, but I'm hustling and I'm hustling because I'm worth it and I'm trying to get to certain goals and I'm only here for a short amount of time. Not I'm here because I'm this is have all to worth. be here and this is all I have and I'm not worth shit. So when you start to combat these negative thoughts, then you're able to create confidence in your own self, which is what we should all aim to do because we cannot put the the that work on other people because we will always be let down. We're always going to be let down the moment we say, hey, what do you think I'm worth? Or what do you think of this? Like constructive criticism is great. I think we need to do that amongst each other. Mm-hmm. But also what about like constructive or constructive criticism? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Am I saying right? Okay. Yeah. What about like constructive confidence? You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, why do you have to criticize me in order to tell me what to do better? You know, it's like what we're saying about with them telling you you're lazy. Like, how can you get this message across without being negative about it? Like, we always go to the negatives as humans. I don't know if it's an American thing, but just the way we express ourselves is is typically from a negative state. Like, when we're venting, it's all what we went through that's bad. And like, oh, I just need to talk to someone. But the moment we're like, oh my God, I had a great fucking day and I'm the shit. And you know those days where you're just like, my outfit's good, my hair is good, yeah. I smell good, like no one can get me down. You don't call anyone and tell them that. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> look everybody, at me. look at me. I'm beautiful. I'm really, really ridiculously good looking. <laughs> I'm not depressed today. I know. Win, win. Win, win. And I breakfast. Like, okay. Drink my water. Mm-hmm. Are we celebrating? We are. <laughs> I finished a whole box of spinach. <laughs> Look at these muscles. Yes. I did not throw it away. Um, I washed my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's like also weird. Like, not weird. But like, it's interesting to be at a point that like I could be more reflective upon my thoughts upon my life and it's like that one little thing like what we were talking to before this about like just like practicing detachment oh yeah <laughs> like, mm-hmm. with anything right so right. like detach yourself from the labels and all that but like yes. also like if you could like forget where I heard it it might have been that meditation app on Netflix. Who knows? <laughs> but like, it was like, talk, um, think about your thoughts. So like everybody thinks medit not everybody, but like when you first start meditating or like doing yoga or anything like that, it's really hard to like slow your thoughts down mm-hmm. because we're always like, go, 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 go. And so when we're in a space to like be in touch with our body and like slow down, mm-hmm. your thoughts are like, oh, cool clear path to just right. go like let's fucking speed on this highway and it's like no, <laughs> exactly. no that's not it and it's awful until you like relax and then like it's a practice obviously mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like if you could view your thoughts as clouds mm-hmm. and like observe them observe them mm-hmm. opposed to be them that is like the truest form of detachment that will like help you so much in your life but yeah so if you have like if you're able to think about your thoughts as like passing clouds and observe them then it'll give you time to be able to like take a breath mm-hmm. like that yes. <laughs> take a breath <laughs> and just like okay like obviously you're not gonna like live your whole life like 
staring into space and seeing your thoughts and then be <laughs> yeah. like, let me evaluate this and then be like, okay, all right, guys, this is what my cloud thoughts said. Mm-hmm. But it's like you're able to pause and be like, damn, like that was just an insecurity and opposed right. to like holding on to it exactly. and, and bringing it in, right? And mm-hmm. then turning that fucking cloud into a rain cloud and now you're, now you're spiraling. Right. And if you have like, everybody experiences depression like, Mm-hmm. At some point. At some point, yeah. even if it's like a small thing. But if you like truly like deal with like clinical depression or right. like postpartum or anything like that, which I've dealt with, oh, yeah. <laughs> yay. Check all. <laughs> yeah. All of the above. Um, then it's like once you attach yourself to that cloud mm. and it turns into a storm mm-hmm. cloud, then you're fucking spiraling and you're just like in this like dark, dark, Oh yeah. Weather analogies here, but you're in this like dark tornado, bro. And it no, just like exactly. it's so hard to get out you of. Up. It's like a sinkhole. It is. You're just like, I'm sinking. And you feel like you know, yeah. you're like, you know it, but you're in too deep. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you could catch it before that, right? And you could just be like, dude, that was an insecurity. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Like, or be like, where did that come from? Right? Where did that come from? Did that come from because like because somebody in seventh grade told me this, this, and that? Or did that come from when I was at home and my mom said this? Or is it because my boss was like, in hindsight, right? Like verbally abusive, uh, narcissistic, like, you know what I mean? And I like, didn't realize that was like an abusive relationship because it was at work. And I was just like, oh, he's just an asshole boss. Right, right. But it's like, no, bro, like all those things, are in you they affect you and they affect you Mm -hmm. and so if you could just like step away from your thoughts observe them and then like analyze them when they come it'll be so much easier once you like know where that root comes from to be like okay Mm -hmm. and it's not easy all the time no i think a starting point for that would be to like if you want to like document certain patterns that you have right that may not feel good to you Mm -hmm. like if you're in your life and you're like why do I keep experiencing this same situation over and over and over again same type of person with the same type of person and you're like okay well obviously I'm attracting it to me so what about me is attracting this into my life because obviously I don't want it it doesn't feel good I don't like it get it away if you start documenting like what is it that you're doing in this situation I think that you can start to have these thoughts where you can watch what your thoughts are happening. Cause sometimes you might, you're so, some people are so far gone that they will try an exercise like that. Like, Oh fuck, I'm angry. And then they're like, let me try to like figure out where this is coming from. But they're so deep in this shit that they're like, I I'm so mad right now. I literally cannot think about where yeah. this is coming from. But if you start practicing consciousness and you're like, every time you get angry, just you know, it's like compound interest. It's like you just do it a little bit every single time. A little finance. <laughs> finance fairy. Finance fairy. <laughs> but no, literally, just like a little bit every day. And then eventually, like, that shit's going to compound and it'll be the way you think. Right? Mm-hmm. So you could even do it on the flip side, right? Because you're saying, like, sometimes it's so hard when you're so into it and you're not. I'm not saying that we're like these like super enlightened. No, absolutely not. We definitely like started that journey. Right. And I, I know both of us have uh, overcome some blocks that we had like yeah. most of our life. And so like now to be on the other side, it's just like, 
<gasps> yeah, you and can it, see clear. Yeah, Q song. No, I'm just <laughs> I know. But the rain is gone. Get it? Hey. <laughs> but like, also, if it's easier, we don't celebrate our wins. No. And so, if you also observe like the good things, like right, and identify that'll help you like identify your strengths. And when you identify your strengths, mm-hmm. then that like then you're in your zone of genius, mm-hmm. and it feels good to be able to do something well. Yes, and and almost easy, right? Yeah. Like because it's your zone of genius, like it's in you, it's innate in you, and so it's like oh, I've always been good. I personally have always I've always loved reading. Mm-hmm. I've always loved writing. Mm-hmm. I've always talk so damn much <laughs> and like every report card said like Monique is a very bright student but she's very social <laughs> or like very social. Monique is a very bright student I love having her she's a social class. butterfly <laughs> she's a social butterfly or she just talks a lot like that was always the issue right yeah but it's not an issue Mm-mm. um not at all not at all and like the other day, Mac was saying that he got in trouble because he was uh, he got like a check mark or whatever the hell, a negative, and and because he was like, I was like, why? And he was like, because I was talking and I just started laughing, right? I was like, oh my child, yes. <laughs> the fruit does not far fall from the tree, however. The fruit does not far 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 far. Red leather, red leather, unique in New York. <laughs> but he um, was like um and he's like did you ever get a negative and i was like well we had stoplights but yeah definitely yeah and then he's like for what and i was like we're talking yes yeah, and i'm like fun. but now i get paid to talk yeah no literally literally but it's like you have to find your zone of genius i went through 50 million corporate office mm-hmm. jobs was i good at it yeah i was great was it my zone of genius no no and so it's like once you're in it, it feels so good to do something that you it clicks and right. you're like, oh, this is my thing. Mm-hmm. Like this is the thing that people always say, like, it feels good to do your thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like it does. And that builds confidence. So even if you're like doing something that you think is mediocre because it's like so you've always done it. Right. Right. You've always organized the cabinets right. or you've always like whatever i'm not saying go and everybody start a business i mean i'm in full support of that but that's full not support. everybody's <laughs> thing you know and so like just do stuff that fills your soul up and usually that's within your zone of genius yes and if you don't know your zone of genius ask your friends like yeah be like hey what do you think i'm good at what like what comes to your mind when you think of me what job Absolutely. do you think i'd be good at or like you know ask your friends how they envision you because I'm saying, you know, not to put the power in their hands to dictate your career, but like if you're having some blocks where you can't see yourself, Mm -hmm. you can always ask trusted people. Maybe you don't trust your friends. Go ask a mentor. Go ask an old teacher. Be like, hey, what were my strengths? Maybe get better friends. Yeah. If you can't get friends, (laughs) get some better friends. But uh, (laughs) that's progress too. (laughs) Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. Um, Because, yeah, we don't celebrate our wins or our. good traits you know we're always like reflect on the bad why are you triggered find your triggers find your insecurities like what about find your hype like what makes you fucking hype like there's certain days like i was saying with like the good hair and you know also i'll put a song on and the whole time i'm driving i'm just going off Mm -hmm. and i'm just in the zone i'm in happy vibes um 
for whatever reason, but I'm not sharing that with anyone. You know what I mean? It's just with me, which is great. It's good to have those moments, those intimate moments with yourself. But like, why not share that energy at some point? Because we share our bad energy all the time. Every one of us does, whether we're getting cut off in traffic or you're having a bad day and you come home and you're like, ah, like, it's so easy to share bad energy, which can perpetuate just to bring a full circle, perpetuate this imposter syndrome, especially when you're dealing with so many people a day, them at reacting to their bad day could perpetuate your imposter syndrome without even knowing. It's yeah. like, you know what I mean? Just because you're like, oh, fuck, see, that person came in and they didn't say hi to me. And wow, that means I am so worthless and unseen. And it's like, Dude, well, yes. no, that person also hates their job and just zoomed past you because they're numb as well. <laughs> yeah, because we've had five cups of coffee. Yes, <laughs> during tax season, <laughs> they're going a little bit blind right now from the yeah. caffeine. <laughs> their eyes are yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's like at the same time we're telling you guys to go like internal. At the same time, don't be so internal about everything, because when you know your worth, then you're able to have those thoughts like, "Oh, it's cool they didn't say hi." Like, they're probably going through something that it's takes work too. It's never about you. Yeah, it's never about you. And if it, I mean, obviously. Other people are never about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, other people's actions are never about you. It's just like, um, yeah, if you just like learn how to detach and then like identify your strengths and also identify your weaknesses, right? Because if you identify, Mm -hmm. if you identify your weaknesses and you really evaluate that opposed to like what I was trained to believe or what like somebody told me. Um, and then I internalize that. Like if you just sit down and relax, like sit down and say like, oh yeah, I'm like, I talk a lot or whatever. Um, I'm social, I write, but also like, I'm not the most organized person, right. mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Like that's the thing I know is true. Mm-hmm. It's not because somebody told me mm-hmm. it's cause like, that's it. So then you're able to like, if that's something you feel the need to work on, you can. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I live and buy by, die by my calendar now. And it's oh, like God. out yeah. of necessity, you know. Um, but it's just like getting those tools in place. And so it's like a whole process. Whole process. Exactly. This but, is the road less taken, it, which yeah. is finding yourself, understanding yourself, not putting it on someone else to understand you or make you happy or know what you're freaking thinking. Like, we do all of this to the people around us. We're like... They need to know what I want. Why didn't you know that when I said I didn't want any food? That I really wanted food. That I wanted food. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. It's like, (laughs) honestly, humans are so confusing sometimes. (laughs) But if you, and I feel like the more that you practice this type of, you know, enlightenment or whatever you want to call it. um, Just like awareness. Awareness, consciousness, intentional living. Like you start to attract those people. Because clearly, I know, notice, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us. Here we are. <laughs> Look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> um, you start to attract those type of people, and like little by little, you're gonna be so dissatisfied with certain conversations, with certain events, with certain lifestyles, and you're just gonna gravitate towards who Your you people. truly, really are. So at the same time, you gotta be aware. Be aware. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful thing when that starts happening. Mm-hmm. When you like see. Um, when you're able to like recognize your own growth mm-hmm. and also like that's a continuous journey. Um, but when you're able to be like, damn bro, like for fucking 
who knows how long I could I could for sure say like if I'm looking at my own life right mm-hmm. I could for sure say from like 18 to 22 there's not a lot of growth there mm, yeah there was a lot of alcohol there was a lot of I don't fucking remember <laughs> I don't that's all I really remember um but you know what I mean there was not a lot of growth I like I worked a lot and and I partied more mm-hmm. and like that was like the thing to do though art when we oh, were 21 because yeah. we're the same age guys so like when we were 21 oh um, my god that was 10 years ago ew, ew shut up <laughs> you just told her age no, i'm just kidding <laughs> i literally don't care ew. 30s are the new 20s so we're good 40s the are the Instagram new 30s apps have that i look 26 <laughs> exactly you do <laughs> oh, thank you <laughs> we look young we're we're young spirited we're young-minded so aj knows a better number whatever <laughs> yes 10 years ago <laughs> just kidding it was the thing to do though it like, was like on a heavy level thing. and i'm yeah. proud now though that the 21 year olds it seems obviously I'm not in that world it probably still is really crazy and I just don't know it because you know how like adults never knew what the fuck we were doing yeah. <laughs> so. were like, oh she works so hard she's, oh, yeah yes. she's also extremely hungover yeah exactly and she's gonna go party after work yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> she's probably still drunk yeah honestly mid-shift it'll wear out mm-hmm. yeah um, so I Listen to this other podcast. Go figure. Um, it's <laughs> it's called um, it's her name's Kara Lowenthal. She's like an old lawyer. She went to Harvard, Yale, all that stuff. But I let's see. Oh, it's called Unfuck Your Brain. If you guys are ever interested, check her out. But I got this next exercise from her, um, and it's called a ladder. So it's for imposter syndrome. It's supposed to help you kind of identify any sort of issues um, like within your imposter syndrome. So uh, she says there's three steps to the ladder and the ladder, you start at the bottom of the ladder and you start with your imposter thought and only start with one thought. That's even though we have a billion about how we're not good enough, only pick one. So you could pick like, I don't belong here. And then you write that at the bottom of the ladder. And then at the top of the ladder, you write your goal thought. What do you want to think about yourself? What do you want to believe about yourself? So your imposter thought is, I don't belong here. Your goal thought is, I am the best here. I'm worthy and super valued. So you have your goal thought and your imposter thought. And in the middle, it's an exercise of where you have to write, you know, just basic thoughts about yourself that are good that will lead you to your goal thought. So like, your imposter thoughts, I don't belong here. Goal thought is I'm amazing and I own the place. Okay, what how what gets you to be amazing? So you're like, well, I'm on time all the time. I'm um, reliable. I do what I say I'm going to do. So you write these things out. She suggests three. And then you tell yourself that every day. Like, I'm reliable. Affirmation? Yeah. Okay. And you go through it. And then eventually you're going to get to that goal thought because these this little work in the middle of just telling yourself really basic things that you already do that's good is going to get you to that goal thought. It's going to get you to the confidence to feel like, oh, I do belong here and I am valuable here because you're telling yourself every day, like, no, I'm reliable. Every time I say I'm going to do something, I do it. I show up. I bring lunch. I bring donuts. Like, I'm valued. And eventually you're going to adapt that way of thinking. So, like got the positive reinforcement. I love that. Yeah, with yourself, with on, yourself. on a piece of paper yeah. or whatever. Keep it in your phone. 
So again, I got that from Kara Lowenthal on the um, Unfuck Your Brain podcast, covering imposter syndrome. So I love that. Yeah, if you guys are interested, oh, we're gonna have to do that. We, what we could do is we could do our own, and then we could like share it. Yeah, I like that. So we'll go ahead and share that on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then we encourage you guys to, if you're hearing this and that sounds like something you want to do. Um, you can either like DM us privately if you want to, or if you want to like post it and tag Russell Podcast, mm-hmm. like that'd be really cool. That would be. We'd love to see it. Or even if you don't feel comfortable and you just want to talk about it, you can DM us. Or you, you can just, just do it yourself. Time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Keep it for yourself. None of our business. It's none, none of our business. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think the reason that we um. The reason that we want to like start talking about imposter syndrome is because like after our first episode it went it went great like (laughs) there was some hiccups we're not gonna lie oh yeah like staying up until 2 a.m and no alcohol (laughs) i know that's crazy i'm proud of us because even our other sessions like there's no alcohol no so it feels good but um just to wrap it up it's like your imposter syndrome, it's a layered thing. We'll probably have another episode on this, honestly. Honestly, yeah. Um, but just, like, try yeah. to identify your strengths in it. Understand that we all deal with it. Mm-hmm. And and one last thing is, like, when you level up in your life or you shift into a different part of your life, you're going to experience yes. another layer of it. Oh, yeah. This isn't something you defeat. No, no, no. This it's is something like, you, like, learn to live with. Yeah, and you just, like gather your tools Mm -hmm. and so hopefully this tool Mm -hmm. um, could be in your toolbox but yeah i agree i agree okay so we (laughs) really struggle with being scripted so we're just gonna come on here and say thanks that was a great episode it was a good conversation to talk about our imposter syndrome yes exactly and uh if you anyone does end up doing the latter and they feel like sharing we definitely want to see it um but you know definitely challenge yourself see if you can do it internally and also tag us at raw soul podcast my personal page is at manifesting mo and mine personal page is at ceremony all right and we'll talk to you next episode bye